good to go. Uh, sometimes you just got to let it ride. I know, man. I know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evan and Aaron Show presents the Red and the Blue Soccer Chat. This is your boy, Evan. Holla at your boy, Aaron. And uh, we are here tonight. We've got lots. I know it's weird, isn't it? It's like, boom, that way. I'm pointing, I'm pointing toward like my, my kitchen. Yeah. It's weird. So, you know, we can hand each other beers, I guess. The kitchen that's full of beer. Yeah, there you go. Kitchen is full of beer. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, us tonight. We've got a lot of stuff to cover and yeah. not a whole lot of time, really, um, because we want to keep this short and we want to make sure that we uh, make you happy with what we talk about. So, my friend, uh, how you been this week? You been okay? Doing good. Doing good. Good things on the horizon uh, for for me personally and uh, yeah. looking forward to it. And, yeah, been a good week. Uh, my mood always changes around springtime. The sun mm-hmm. starts to come out put on the shorts, be able to get out and do a little exercise in, in nature. Right. I got the the river right across the street from me and all that jazz. So that's always nice. Uh, how about you, man? How's your week been? Uh, it's been well. Uh, it's been really calm, believe it or not. This is uh, the week oh, before nice. finals. So, uh, you know, been kind of uh, taking it easy on the youngins. And uh, yeah, but we'll see next week. We'll see. Next Very week. good. Um, well, yeah, let's jump right in, man. And we we are friends. But come tomorrow, we we we've got we've got some beef, man. We got some beef. There's a rivalry. Um, you know, uh, what's funny is folks when we, you know, s- switched our uh sort of format if you will at the beginning of the year and, and chose to go this direction, you know, we had put uh, I believe it was May 15th was the original date uh of the match uh and uh I was, I was definitely going to be out of town folks. I'm going to be out of town. Um, and that was going to be a bummer. I'm like, okay, that that's, that's, you know, that would, that's the, um, you know, the, the Daytona 500 of the show, the Super Bowl. like that's, you know, we play all these other teams and then, you know, a couple times a year we get these opportunities. Um, so, uh, we're excited, uh, that it's been rescheduled. Unfortunately, I think when we were excited to watch that match, both our clubs are really not where, um they'd like to be i i would say your club is is closer because i think third place is was was the likely finish at that point and and still you know it it it, it was it's a it's a fine finish comparatively speaking given what's gone on throughout the season i think it's a a, a fair reflection of sure. where chelsea is and there's nothing you know you've made the top four um a lot of the issues that you have um can be rectified i think um, yeah. but, but I think even worse United are really not where they would like to be, um, languishing in sixth place, really running out of games. So, you know, it, it, the, there's a bittersweet aspect to this match for sure. Um, and you know, you just can't ignore the strange narratives around both of these clubs this season. So I guess my first question to you is, um, you know, the performances have been not great. Um, I think the last really quality match was that Madrid match um, that you unfortunately did not go through on, but I think the quality of play in that match was very, very high. I think they, 
uh, weren't poor against Crystal Palace, uh, but they weren't as dominant in that match as they could have been. I think it ended up 2 nothing, and, and that's a good victory. Yeah. Um, and then turn around, not even sure how to talk about uh, the Arsenal match. Um, and then I, really needed, um, you know, I, I think it was a bit lackluster against West Ham uh, and, and needed, you know, great Captain America comes off the bench and gets the goal. Um, but where is Chelsea right now? What do you, what, how do you feel about their form? What's your thoughts on how they're going to perform tomorrow? Yeah. Well, first of all, Aaron, I think Chelsea, Chelsea, when you look at their roster, okay, Chilwell out for the rest right. of the year. Right. Um, Kovacic probably out for the rest of the year. Uh, James, in my opinion, was just shoved back in a little bit too early. Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of why he's off a little bit. Um, but you take those guys and injuries to, I mean, first of all, we, we have no real, we have no real center back anymore, given the fact that Rudiger is like gone. Right. right? right. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens, mm-hmm. um, with this. You know, I've got some ideas. I've got a kind of feeling about, you know, who's kind of going to step up. We we need Conte to play well. We need mm-hmm. him to continue to play well. Uh, he's been kind of un-Conte-ish lately. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things that have, you know, just haven't looked like him. But I think it, uh, you know, N'Golo Conte at 80% um, is as good as many. Um, oh, for sure. Supermans oh. in the league, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. He, he's he's going to be okay. Um, I think Jorginho can step in and just continue to maintain things. Um, here's what I see, Aaron. We we need we need we need center back. We need a center mm-hmm. back or mm-hmm. two, um, and we need a striker. We need an absolute sure pure striker because we if we don't get one, here's 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 kind of where I'm seeing things happening. I can see. You know, the whole thing with um, Lukaku, I can see that kind of getting lost in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the in the minutia of things. For sure. Um, I think he'll be gone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we, we have to solve that. We cannot keep playing this false nine right. um, against the likes of Liverpool, against the likes of Man City, mm-hmm. um, especially with Man City going out and threatening. And I think probably will land... Erling Holland, um, you know, I, I think that with this club with Chelsea right now, what's happening is we are playing maintain football, which is what mm, we have mm-hmm, to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I've said before, I think that with with Havertz, um, Mount, and you know, honestly, I think we should probably start Pooley over Werner, um, mm. uh, you know, tomorrow. Um, with those three kind of up front, um, I, I I think Marcus Alonso. You know, it, you you talked you talked about um, oh oh who did you call big dumb animal? Uh, McGuire. Yeah, you called mm. McGuire a big mm. dumb animal. Yeah. I, he he's not a big dumb animal. He actually said some nice things today um, as I was watching some press conferences and stuff like that. Uh, Marcus Alonso said that Chelsea was his. Uh, dream club and hmm. so that was really cool um yeah 
I think Chelsea hit a snag early on, my friend, and I'm going to throw this out here, and I want to hear what you have to say about this. Sure. I think the press conference in January um, that Lukaku was disparaging about um, Mm. Chelsea Mm. and also about, um, you know, management, um, Tuchel, could that be – could something like that be enough to not only take a player out of his game, but to also deflate a club just enough to be like, this guy doesn't want to play with us. I mean, I, I think that's a big problem. And I think you know, that's why the Lukaku question, we've got to figure that out. I mean, it, it seems like he's caused some sort of rift in the locker room as much as the team rallied around and said, this is a big deal. And, and Tuchel said what he said, but um, you know, you can chalk some of it up to injuries, what have you, but he's not been the player that he was for the last couple of years. Um, and he looks a bit disinterested. Um, and uh, as a United fan right now, I far too readily recognize the look of disinterest on the faces of players and it's, and it's and it's sad because all these guys are are, are top level performers, and for mm-hmm. whatever reason, you know their interest, their desire, their their confidence is really shot. And you can see it on Lukaku. I mean, he's trying, yeah. he's trying to score goals, um, but it's probably in everybody's best interest that he does go. Yeah. Um, you know, you probably your biggest issue right now, obviously, is uh, until the the sale goes through. You can't negotiate that's, it with anything. And that's and, the thing. And in another month, you won't be able to pay people, uh, no. which is going to be problematic from the staffing side of things. Um, see, that's the issue, man, is that we can, you know, we can talk about, oh, what's wrong with Chelsea and mm-hmm. this and that. And, you know, we, we can talk about all all the stuff that we want to talk about. We, you know, I mean, heck, you know, Levi Colwell is like the heir apparent, it seems like, to step in and to jump in where Rudiger left out, you know, um, like to see Colwell there, uh, you know, I, Kunde talked about him before. Mm-hmm. He would be an ideal replacement. He yeah. costs a lot of money, but, but we can talk about all these things because there's people out there and there's, there's money to, I mean, I'm sorry, there's, um, there's, there's people to be had and to put it into these mm-hmm. places. Cause as good as Rudiger is, he's not irreplaceable. Right. He's Agreed. not. I mean, he's just not. And so we can go out and we can get some good, good guys. Yes. But until somebody steps in and buys a club and says, hey, Tuchel, yeah. here's how much ever millions and of dollars that you, or, uh, yeah. you know, currency you have, we can speculate all we want. But yeah. this is what we've got right now. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. And so I think that I think for right now, you, to answer your question, you take the long way around. I think the, the the club is just they're in this limbo to where they're like, mm-hmm. okay, let's just play ball. Let's just play football yep. and 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 just finish the season. Um, that's where I think we are. And, and and I think that we have the guys to be able to finish out the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you said, and, and I just want to say this, we've got you guys tomorrow, Everton, uh, we're 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 there. I I hope. And at this point in the season, 
I'm not even sure that you can say that there is a, you know, a, a layup type match. I, I just don't. Mm. Everton's fighting for their life. Right. Leeds probably wants to finish strong. So you got Leeds mm-hmm. and then we've got an FA Cup, you know, final the 14th against, I mean, probably, this is my prediction, probably the Premier League champs this year, Liverpool. Mm. Um, Interesting. You know, and then we then, then we finish out with with Watford. Um, I just I just don't know, man. The, I, Watford, maybe, maybe it's a layup. I don't know. Yeah. This team's shaky, dude. So I'm going to turn it around. And I'm going to ask kind of the same thing of you mm-hmm. um, and a little more pointed. Man, you. Um, you know, we, we said it before in, in, like I said, I am Chelsea through and through. Uh, it, it, it pains me to see man, you, um, in this condition, as far as a club goes, because mm-hmm. a good man, you club means a good premier league in my opinion. Yeah. Um, what, what do you do tomorrow? Where do you see them drawing inspiration from um i'm going to save my prediction for tomorrow's match until after you're done though uh so what do you see tomorrow man um you know this is a team treading water um and from all accounts this is a locker room that they're either not talking to each other or they're actively hating each other um and i don't know you know i don't know the factions i don't know specifically who it is there's been a lot of speculation um but, but I don't know. Um, but, but this is, you know, this, this is a broken team right now. Um, so what I'm hoping for from Rangnick and, and, you know, some of this is going to be sort of imposed. I mean, the number of injuries the club has um, got the guys who are, you know, clearly out of, out of form, out of favor, not going to be back, you know, that, um, the, the, the team will almost kind of pick itself given just who's available. Um, I, I think we're going to see Delode it right back mainly because Juan Basaka sounds like he's uh, either injured or ill. Um, I'm, I'm guessing we're probably going to see Lindelof and maybe Phil Jones. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think Varane is back. Uh, Luke Shaw's out for the rest of the year. So it's definitely going to be Alex Telesh at left back. Um Sounds like Fred's out. Um, Matic is most likely out. Um, so I think we might see the debut wow. of James Garner alongside uh, Scott McTominay in midfield. Um, well, no, I, you know what? I take that back. I'm, I'm way ahead of myself. I, w- I wanted to talk about him later. Um, okay. I have a feeling we're going to see Hannibal uh, probably brought oh, into yeah. the, to, to the midfield. James Garner's on loan. My bad there, folks. Uh, got ahead of myself because I want to talk about the kid. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a bit of a makeshift lineup. Um, I think we'll probably see Jesse Lingard in there. Um, Sancho is a bit of a doubt. So we might see Rashford starting, probably Bruno Fernandez and then uh, Ronaldo. And I would imagine we'll see Alanga as long as he's healthy. But I don't think there's a lot of availability right now. Um, and this team's going to have to, you know, you ask the question, where do they find inspiration? I don't know at this point. You know, I, I really don't. Um, there, there's clearly no locker room leadership there's clearly no on-field leadership um 
you know, if I'm David DeHay looking at this, I'm just hoping that's damage control. Um, the, you know, the, the nice thing about this is it's, it's, you know, a big game and, you know, hopefully they can get up for a big game at old Trafford. Um, but United's only got four games left. You know, you guys have six, um, the other teams, I think have five. Um, so, you know, we've, we've basically run out of matches mathematically. It's not in our hands. Um, but you know, we switch over to how we looked at, you know, your team, you know, we've, we've got Chelsea, then we turn around on Monday and we play Brentford, uh, at, at old Trafford. You can't take Brentford lightly. They're going to hustle that whole match. Teams like this are the ones you don't want to run into right now because they're out to prove a point. They're out to say, look, we're here to stay in the premier league. We're going to cause you problems. Uh, Christian Erickson has been a great inspiration of that club. Yep. Uh, we go away to Brighton and Hove and then away to Crystal Palace on the last day of the season. Um, you know, I think, let me look at the table, I suppose, real quick and see where uh, yeah. Brighton. So Brighton and Hove are 11th. Um, they're really not fighting for anything. So that right. might be a blessing in disguise right okay. there. I think Brentford um, might pull back because I think they're okay. They're 12th right now. Right. Um, I just don't think it's in Brentford's DNA to play any other way than they do. Um, yeah. You know, and, and Brighton and Hove are right above them, but I, I, I think they've been holding on to some, some victories. Crystal Palace are in 14th. They don't really have a lot to play for either. So that might be the only saving grace in those few games there is that those yeah. teams are really going to look to – they're going to play not to lose. They're going to play not to expose themselves, which has caused United problems this season. We don't have guys that can break them down. Um, but – this might also be an opportunity to, you know, get the youngsters out on the field and say, look, if, if we're going to make top four, it's because we got some inspired performances out of these, out of these youngsters um, because the guys that we have have, have shown they don't want to play. So well, let me look at something real quick and see who might be available. Um, really? So while you're doing that, I want to throw a not so fast in there. Okay. And, and, and here's why is because will, and this is the question I think that'll be answered tomorrow. Will United see this as, you know, this, this is the final bell, dude. You have to win this match tomorrow. You cannot draw with Chelsea. You, you have to win this match. And I think Chelsea only needs seven points to secure Champions League play next year. Um, my opinion, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction. I think it's a 3-3 draw. Hmm. I think our defense is... Not keeping anybody I, I, out right now. Yeah, they're... they're, they're you know, and, and here's the thing is that Chelsea has fallen into this kind of like, oh, we'll score one goal. And then like 30 seconds later, oh, yep. we give up one. You know, it's yep. that, that back and forth. And I think United kind of, they play solid. And then all of a sudden it comes in avalanches for them. Yeah. And so yep. I think that, you know, that combined, I just I just don't see um, how De Gea or Mindy keep a clean sheet. Tomorrow. No, no, the, the, this game will have goals. Uh, I think it's going to be a sloppy game. It might be an entertaining match, um, yeah. in, you know, in the way that that, you know, wait, not quite on par with that um, 
Madrid City match the other day oh. because the, some of the, some of it was very high quality, but some of the oh, defense God. on this—I mean, for as good as some of the attacking was, the defense was just terrible. That oh. Vinicius Junior goal—he oh. dribbles 60, 70 yards with the ball, and no one ever steps no across to him. Uh, I mean, you don't have to know much about the game to go. Shouldn't somebody have tried to stop him? <laughs> um, right. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, but I'm looking at this list of players right now, and and. I'm simultaneously saying who's available to step onto the field tomorrow and which of these guys do I really want going forward? And I just, there's only a handful of guys I'd be willing to throw a little weight behind right now. And it's sad. It, it is sad. Um, but this is the hubris of the ownership uh, of this, of this once mighty club to think that no matter what, it's too big to fail. Well, you know what? You're always going to sell jerseys. It's always yeah. going to be Manchester United like that, but ask Liverpool what it's been like for a decade or so. Ask Liverpool what it was like for 30 some years. Okay. Sure. sure. That's a, that's a massive ass club that was really, really struggling for a long time. I yeah. believe 10 hog can get them back there mm-hmm. as long as he gets backing. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it's really going to be about. Um, but it, it's not going to happen overnight either. No, no, it's not going to happen overnight. And, um, and like I said, I think that, Obviously, there there are definitely holes um, mm-hmm. that that Chelsea has, you know. But if we get if we get someone to buy the club and we get the money, we can fill those holes. Um, I wish it was that going to be that easy for United, and I'm not saying that it's going to be easy for Chelsea. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to have someone buy this club, but but someone's going to buy this club. Right. I, I, you, someone's going to buy it. Um, I I hope that United and I hope Ten Hag comes in and he's able to assess really quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and he's probably already been doing it, but I hope he he's has. able to go yeah. in, you know, and say this, 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 this has to go. And I need this, 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 yeah. and this. Apparently you know? he's already set up um, meetings for after the season to have zoom calls with every player, even the guys that are out of contract to just talk to everybody and get, Mm -hmm. you know, get their honest opinion of what's been going on, what, and what probably needs to happen moving forward. I mean, look, Juan Mott is going to leave this club. Okay. But that is one of the best professionals I've ever had the honor of seeing play. And it was a pleasure for him to be at this club. And I have a feeling that's going to be a pretty good conversation. I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that because Juan Mata's definitely not one of the guys causing problems in the locker room. The guy's just toward the end of his career, and I don't think really Ole or Rangnick know how to use a guy like that within the the confines of the systems that they wanted to play. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Nemanja Matic, he's not going to hold back. He's going to say, look, these guys don't work hard in practice. These guys you know, act like assholes in the locker room, yada, yada. I, th- I think you're going to get that. I, you know, some of these guys, I question their ability to be honest with themselves, much less somebody else. Um, mm. You know, I, 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 I wonder what Harry Maguire thinks of his performances, his comment of there has to be a reason why all these managers select me. Well, man, when a club spends 80 million pounds on you, um, there's kind of, you know, an obligation that comes with it, especially when the guys behind you really aren't very good. Um, That's why, I mean, once again, you, I mean, yes, for very different reasons, but Harry Maguire, Romelu Lukaku. It's like, look, we spend 90 million on you, bro. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a year. 
this is not working. It's not going to work with Tuchel. It's not going to work. And so I think that, right. I think that man, you, it, I think it's time for McGuire to, to, to go on somewhere else. It's just, it's, it just doesn't feel like a right. United fit. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I think I, he'll I totally most likely stay. I do think he'll stay. I think Ten Hag will strip him of the captaincy. I think he'll probably either give it to Ronaldo or Bruno or maybe uh, either De Gea or depending on whether Marcus can regain some form. I'd love to see Marcus as captain. I could see yeah. him as a Beckham kind of player. Or what's, a Beckham that kind of captain. what's that going to do to Maguire, though? I mean, will it, well, will if, it fire him up? Will it fire him up and he'll be like, okay, I'm going to show you? Or Yes. Uh, I mean, if, or, if you're a real professional – that's what yeah. happens. And Ten Hag is going to, he's going to be able to make this assessment. He's going to come in and say, look, this guy wants to fight for his spot. So I'm going to give him that, that year. Cause let's face it. No one's coming along to buy Harry Maguire for 80 million pounds now. So keep him on the books as a, I mean, look, he's not a terrible defender as much as people want to shit on him. No, he was the, one of the players of the tournament <laughs> last summer. Um, and and like he's one of the best saying, ball playing. Like you keep saying, strap an England Jersey on him. Mm. Guy elevates his game. He elevate purely elevates his game. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, same with Pogba. There are some guys that they're just once they lose it with their club, it, it does. You know, maybe it does need to go. But I, I would I would keep him around. You're just not going to find another. You, you know, you're, you're just not going to. There's not a lot of center backs just waiting around out there. There's only a handful of guys to really go for. Um, so. I, so here's here's where we're here's where we're at man um man city jumped liverpool they are now back in first um chelsea sitting at third um arsenal playing some good football right now um inspired football even though even though they had a setback um you know have a brighton southampton you know, Crystal Palace little trip up those three, but then you turn around and you do to Chelsea what they did, you do to United what they did. They're back in this thing, and um, they're solidly in this thing. Um, Tottenham's fifth. They stumbled a little bit, um, and then you've got Man U and West Ham. Um, man, it's going to be tough. You know, the funny it's thing is that tough. that Arsenal match was maybe as well as United have played lately. And there were some questionable calls, uh, hit the post a couple times, yeah. um, some questionable calls. That, <laughs> um, I mean, the was off, Angel Hernandez calling that match? Yeah, or what? It, yeah. It, it seemed like Angel Hernandez was in charge of VAR because I'm not sure why they didn't look at some things. Um, you know, Letter of the law, I'm not so sure about whether or not you can say that the guy who was in front of De Gea was really in his line of sight from where the right. ball came through. That, that I don't know. I, it, that could have gone either way, but, boy, it sure seemed like um, one of those chalked-off Ronaldo goals should have stood, um, the offside going the other way. I mean, just – or, I'm sorry, the penalty going the other way. Like, I don't know. Some of these calls um, – but I just thought they played better than they yeah. had previously – um, so that's, you know, look, <laughs> when you're at this point in the season and you've played like this, you don't get the rubber, the green, it just yeah. nope. doesn't go your way. And you've got to manufacture a little bit of luck and they've not figured out how to do that. So 
it's going to be a tough run-in. It's a tough run-in for everybody. This is the Premier League. Welcome to the show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, we have hit halftime. And for those of you who might be new to watching us, those of you who might be new to the show, uh, this is the time where we have our halftime shot. I have my Superman shot glass right here, right there. Um, and yay, yes, yes, yes. Um, halftime shot is uh, sponsored by, well, I'm not going to say who it's sponsored by, but Aaron, um, you go first this week, brother. Who you got for us? You know, <clears throat> Manchester United and Liverpool is a historic rivalry. And um, to the point where uh, there's a there's kind of a palpable, visceral hatred between a lot of the fans of the club. It's a very short distance. It's a long rivalry. Um, both clubs kind of show their ass a few times by singing some songs about tragedies at the other club um, that, that really has no place in the game um, and, and, and all that. But uh, I, I want to I say something transcended the game last week when Manchester United showed up at Anfield. And uh, I think the United fans were responsible for the idea of showing appreciation for Cristiano Ronaldo in the seventh minute. For those that don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo and his wife had twins uh, just a few short weeks ago. Uh, and uh, I think a day or so before that match, they announced that uh, the little boy had passed no real details on it. And I'm not sure that it's any of our business. Just know that, um, uh, you know, a newborn child was lost to, to two parents who didn't have a chance to, uh, um, you know, show it all the love and affection that they, they planned to. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big shout out to the Liverpool fans who uh, not only joined in the seventh minute, but they sang, you'll never walk alone, uh, which oh. is so closely associated with Liverpool and Celtic, but uh, truth be told United fans uh, have sang it before in honor of their Munich um, disaster. Uh, and it's just, it was a, it was a great gesture. Um, Klopp had a great comment about it. Ronaldo was very appreciative of it. So, um, you know, on, on any other day, Liverpool supporters, aren't going to get a whole lot from me um but uh that was a that was a great show of um just respect uh for uh you know it it, he is a great player Uh, so i'm sure that that went into it um but the fact is they they showed that support and uh that that's a great gesture so shout out to the liverpool fans for that yeah man yeah um dude i've got nothing else other than you know that um what I think what hit me hard about that was I'm a father of twins and uh, you know, yep. it's just, it, it, it is uh, um, heartbreaking yeah. to, to think what uh, he and his, um, his partner went through. Uh, so, you know, shout out to, to Liverpool fans. Yeah. Um, you know, Ronaldo's uh, we obviously hearts are with you. Um, yeah. Here's to, you know, the beautiful game. Um, and how it can lift us up. Yes, we're down. for sure. Woo. Oh. Mm. All right. So I think it's time for my prediction oh. for tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, do we have commentary? No, don't worry about it. It's some unhinged old man that is. <laughs> uh, commenting on 
ladies and gentlemen, my father is active on Facebook right now. And, we're going to have uh, to take We're going to have to, you know, what we're going to need to do is we're going to need to drive over there. Columbus crew. Pick him up and either, either that is, is Cincinnati closer than Columbus to you? No, no. Columbus okay. is closer. Then that stadium is amazing. And we will pick him up in the uh, Cobra Kai Dojo van. <laughs> <clears throat> Right. and we will we will we will roll uh, up do a little tailgating yeah. and uh yeah. he'll show, be show the old man a good time that's right we can do that we can do that so um yeah man uh you you ready to to give this prediction brother i am um and and i've got two thoughts on it okay my heart my heart wants to say that this team played well against arsenal and Chelsea for the correct team could be ripe for the picking and United have had good performances against Chelsea at old Trafford, even recent in, in recent times, Marcus Rashford, Marcus Rashford has demonstrated a penchant for scoring some really, really nice goals. And it would be a great time for him to get out of his funk. Yeah. My heart says two, one United. Okay. My head says 3-1 Chelsea. Well, well, here's here's the funny thing about that. I almost went with 2-1 United. Um because I I can definitely see this as a as a trap match, not for the regular trap reasons. Don't mind the but, breaking bad level noises of a body being dragged down the stairs apparently. I don't know what's going on. My wife's going out of town, so I Oh, I, I didn't need case is being stomp stomp stomp. Oh my okay. gosh. Okay. Okay. All right. Bill Walker. Casey's soccer game is a chess match. Uh <laughs> Someone's got Mom, please is, help him take his meds. Wait. Help isn't he <laughs> Isn't he a Browns fan? Ooh. And he has the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> but seriously, I was thinking 2-1. I really was because for it's the possible. reason Chelsea the, it's possible. The, I, I really do believe that we are, like I said, we're playing, you know, stick together type football. Mm. It's not duct tape. It's it's scotch right. tape right now that's holding us together. And and I really do think that it is possible. It's possible. Yes. Um for them to do that. And I think two, one is the natural score. And I, de I definitely think if United can really somehow get off, you know, on a positive note, not, in, you know, not necessarily scoring in the first five minutes, but getting some opportunities, being on the front foot, pressing, mm -hmm. um, Chelsea can be got at right now. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and, and mainly oh, because they, they're kind of struggling for an identity, you know, just the movement of the players and everything interested to see the starting lineups for both teams tomorrow i think that could be a huge thing as far as individual matchups on the field right you know yeah. if if Jaden or marcus are on uh um you know dave's side of the field you know if they deploy him as a wing backer like they have that could be problematic you know they yeah. could take advantage of that that said he's got a lot of guile and he's he's scored goals recently ghosting in and that at that back post and we are poor defensively we are really just not good defensively. I, yeah. Both teams have really struggled to finish the opportunities that they create. Mm -hmm. um, so this, I mean, honestly, game could end nothing, nothing. Game could end 4-4. Four, four. 
and every possible combo in between, um, I'm just not confident. Uh, I just, I just don't, you look in the eyes of these United players and it, it just, it, it's so, even if I weren't a United fan, I would have to look at these guys and just be like, damn, I, I, I can't imagine. You just don't, you don't want to be out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. Yeah. Um, tell you what, let's, let's, let's end our, both of our miseries and let's go to Qatar 2022. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Let's, let's throw on a little. Just because they're going to be there. Just because they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Usa, Usa. Um, And, uh, you know, what's nice is, is that uh, I love the fact that Pulisic came in and say, in my opinion, saved Champions League play for us. Thank you, Captain America. Uh, Put us seven points. But here's the deal tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be looking at Group C. Well, there you go, right? No? Group C. Anyway, we're going to be looking at Group C. And Group C consists of Argentina, Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. Um, Aaron, this group right here is a very interesting group. What, you know, kind of like what we said last time, um, there really is no group of death. Uh, but no. this group, this group definitely has a couple of strikers, finishers that can really put pressure on the rest of yeah. the group, uh, rest of the teams in the group. Do you want to talk about that and then kind of give you a prediction of, of finishes and, or well, I'll tell you what talk about it and then let's give our prediction of finishes at the end uh i you know i think you've got to start the group talking about argentina and messi this is most likely his last world cup um uh, you know off the copa you know it's the first made you know he's he's lacked international trophies um you know it's all all been at club level and and he's he's wonderful i mean the guy's gonna go down as one of the all-time greats but when you don't have the bigger trophies in your closet it gives people fodder right so um this is not one of the most big name Argentine sides, but this is one of the better teams um, that they've had for a while. I think everybody kind of has a good understanding of their role. And I think oddly enough, the biggest question mark right now is the fact that Messi has been nowhere near his best for PSG this season, mainly because the team's not built around him in the same way Barcelona and Argentina were. And that's, that's not a criticism. Don't I don't everybody. Well, you know what, actually, please, everybody come at me for a criticism because <laughs> it would be fun for a change to have that kind of interaction, but I'm not dissing Lionel Messi. I'm, I'm saying things have changed. How's that going to impact his performance? I think the fact of the matter is he's going to touch down on Buenos Aires and remember that he's the, <laughs> one of the top two Argentine football players of all time. And this talent, this team is knows much like that Copa um, that this is last go round. So I think they're going to be rallying around him. I think they're obviously the favorites of the group. I'm not so sure they're just going to win it in a walkover, Um, but they're built to go halfway decent in this tournament. And if things catch fire, they could be in with a shout. Um, Funny thing is, Mexico is ranked, I think, about 10 places higher than Poland currently. But I think if these two teams are to play each other, I would have to shade it to Poland a little bit. This is not a very, this is not a vintage Mexico side. 
Um, they're in, they're, they're as high as they are ranked because they are consistent, but that consistency means, uh, they've been eliminated in the round of 16 for the last seven straight world cups. And that's not a great one to hang your hat on. Um, so, um, and, and you mentioned earlier, this may come down to strikers and Poland has arguably the you know, over the last few years, the most lethal or one of the most lethal strikers in the game, and he can do it all left foot, right foot, volley, take you on headers, set people up. Um, the question is, is Poland going to bring enough around him, um, you know, to, to, to help him out and Saudi Arabia is, you know, no one's going to talk about him as a soccer powerhouse and they did get abused at the last world cup, but they don't suck. Uh, and they've got a veteran manager that knows how to go to into cup competitions. They're probably going to finish fourth, but that doesn't mean they're losing all three games and getting shut out three, nothing every game. They're going to cause problems. They're going to make a fist of it. I think it's really going to come down to that Mexico Poland match. Um, I'm going to say Argentina goes through as number one. And I think I'm going to be bold and say this. Mexico's going to continue their consistency of getting out of the group. Okay. I don't think they're going to do much more. I think Poland's going to struggle in each match to manufacture goals. If they get the Mm -hmm. ball to Lewandowski, they'll get them. But every team's got to go into those matches going limit his service. So where do you come down, sir? Um, You know, for me, it's, it's Lionel Messi. I'm like, like, for sure, you know, and, and this is like you said, um, just looking at what a lot of the pundits are saying, looking at the stats from the past couple and things like that. This is a balanced team, man. Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. nicely balanced Argentinian, yeah. you know, club. Um, you know, like you said, I, I think that they, they know their places. Um, even Messi, I, I think that if, if Messi doesn't try to get out of his lane, I, I think we're looking at possibly um, a semifinal caliber team here uh, in Argentina. Uh, so I think Argentina gets out of the, you know, gets out of this group. Um, I, the only place where I kind of differ with you um, is, is I think they have an easy road. Hmm. Um, here's why. Here's why. I think, um, I think they see Mexico as a little brother and rightly so. Mm. And I think Mexico mm-hmm. sees themselves that way because they are not the Mexican national team of, you know, the early two thousands. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're not those teams. Correct. Um, and so I, I think that Argentina gets out easy. I think that they frustrate Poland. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they absolutely know that Lewandowski does not, he will not, get very many touches right if they if they know what they're doing yeah. they're going to kind of do to Lewandowski what, what people have done to Lukaku and said yeah. nope nope you're not nope we're not going to let you get in there um so I think they get through easy here's where it gets interesting I think simply because simply because as messy 
may be, you know, this may be his last one. Lewandowski's no spring chicken either. Um, mm-hmm. I think he, mm-hmm. he's got plenty. I think he's got plenty of leg left. I think he's got plenty of game left. But I think that Poland figures a way. Inspired. To, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think they figure out a yep. way to to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mexico is going to be as scrappy um, as as Argentina is whenever they play. Um, but I think Poland figures out a way. Yeah. And I think that they squeak through. I think that um, it's very easy to see Argentina running away with this group. Um, Poland and Mexico tying, uh, you know, for second and Poland moving through because of goal differential. Um, I think that um, Saudi Arabia keeps it close in their games. Um, I see them struggling against Poland. Um, I, I do. I see them struggling against Poland. Um, for some reason, this Polish team, uh, I, I think that they have figured out that you can't be a one you can't be a one trick pony uh, in this tournament. You just can't. And I think that they're going to take a page kind of from Argentina, and they're going to be like, okay, some other guys are going to have to step up, and we're going to have to take some of this pressure off of Lewandowski. And if you do that, um, I think Lewandowski becomes even more dangerous. So mm-hmm. I think that um, Argentina runs away with this group. And then I think that Poland finds their way through uh, goal differential against Mexico, Saudi Arabia, um, you know, just doesn't have it, doesn't have enough power no, to, to no. get through. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at too, man. All righty. Well, you've got it here. Argentina and uh, Mexico for me, Argentina, Poland for uh, Evan. And I am keeping track of all of this in a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, oh man! Hey, I'm gonna be honest. I'm nervous about the Qatar pick, man. I'm 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 nervous. Well, I'm I'm nervous. We'll revisit this every, uh, I guess, three months or so. Uh, as, especially as you know, here's the here's the thing. You know, I, I think there is a question mark. What if? What if? I'm I'm gonna be crazy what if psg's ruined messi a little bit what if they've kind of taken Ooh. it out of him what what if they've sort of made the the wheels come off a little bit you know wow because um, wow. you never know you know in the same way that um you know paul pogba looks like superman in a france jersey and harry Maguire is a much much better center back in an england jersey than for manchester united some guys have been superstars for their clubs and have really struggled um, to recreate that on the national team level. Sure. And, you know, uh, Argentina went to that uh, Copa final against uh, Chile and, and uh, you know, Messi missed a penalty. It happens. They it happens human. to the bit. They did. Uh, and, and we have to remember, these guys are human. Ronaldo is as close to superhuman for a soccer player as there could be. Right. But they are human. Um, and um, there's a lot of game time and a lot of thinking to be done between now and November when everybody shows up in that peninsula, uh, to play some footy and anything can happen. So yes, sir. There we are. So ladies and gentlemen, there it is. There's our predictions for group C and, uh, that leads us to, uh, kind of our, you know, final little piece, uh, to the show. It's the Hey Aaron segment. And tonight I have a video, Hey Aaron segment, and it's a short video clip. Um, but hey, Aaron, I want your reaction to what is said here. Um, and basically, the reaction is 
um, you know, are, is this person a hater or are they, you know, do they have a point? Ooh, okay. Okay. All right. So with that being said. Is this just Arsenal TV? <laughs> wow. Just a collection of the crazies on Arsenal oh, TV. Oh, my goodness. Wow. The Gunners. Okay. Here we go. Is this person a hater or is this person, does this person have a point? Hello, Tom, eh? Hi, Jose. Hello. One of your former clubs, Manchester United, have just appointed Eric Ten Hag. You, 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 you no. touched the point. My former club. Not my club. Do you have any advice? No, I don't have advices. No. No. Thanks. Thank you. So that was <laughs> that was old Jose Mourinho with the no, 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 no. What what was that? I mean, what was that all about, Aaron? That's tabloid journal journalism. That that's that's the press trying to manufacture shit. Um, and, and try to catch somebody ta talking trash. And, you know, you'll notice all these different managers have been asked about it, and they all say the same thing. Eric Ten Hag's a great manager. Um, he's got, a, you know, it's Manchester United. It's a great club. He's got a lot of work to do. It's a very standard answer. You're not going to get anybody going in on him, and, you're, and it was really kind of cheap to ask Jose Mourinho that kind of question. Um, and this is the kind of stuff I really don't like. You know, and, and I get it. There, there's a there's a market out there. There's a subset of people who that's what they want. That fucking ragtop journalism kind of bullshit. But that's I, I'm not here for it. And I'm glad Jose shut it down the way he did. Okay, okay. I was going to ask you about that. I was, he's like, no, no, no. Do what was was there just a follow up question? Do you think there's? Do you think that um, Jose? Do you think he meant any animosity toward Tin Hog, or was that all for? No, no, that was that was that was about the question in general. This isn't okay. my club. I'm not going to talk about another club, and certainly not the club that you know I had a contentious, you know, leaving with. That that it would it would be stupid, and I think I think we're seeing the uh, older, wiser, slightly calmer Jose Mourinho in Italy. Right. Um, well, you know. We all grow up, and 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 he had a he had a particular personality that I think he cultivated, and he realizes maybe now there's not as much need for it, and he can True. just just be a good manager. Um, yep. Yep. And and it's Italy, you know. Guy lives in Rome. Come on, <laughs> how can you not be happy? So, yeah. Aaron, thank you so much for not lighting the fuse and you know making things pop. Uh, we appreciate that. That's the Hey Aaron Hussoff segment for tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we probably, oh, guess what, Aaron? Guess what? Guess what? I just got a notification. Yeah. That I'm going to be available for the match tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. Well, so hopefully, folks, we'll be hitting you with some live spots uh, from... Our favorite watering hole as we take in the Manchester United Chelsea match. Uh, we'll see. I think. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think the odds are good. Be on the lookout for it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Ladies it and gentlemen, will all be, um, 
Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Well, I was just going to say, folks, uh, we're we're glad to have you with us, um, and we should probably do this earlier in the show. But thank you for joining in the Red and Blue Soccer Chat um, from the Evan and Aaron Show. Uh, this is about Chelsea FC. This is about Manchester United. This is about the U.S. Men's National Team. A little bit of Indy Eleven when we can get around to it. Anything local, love all, uh, and, and the U.S. Women's National Team because I'm about to touch on that. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, hopefully coming to you soon from Riverside and a few more platforms, trying to get out there uh, and basically uh, bang your ears as much as we possibly can with the dose of tones of the local soccer. There you go. That we Local have. lads, so, global game. That's what we absolutely. are. Local lads talking to global games. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, final spot in our show tonight is the uh, final word uh, from my dear friend Aaron. Uh, like Aaron said, he spit out all the hashtags, all the places where you can find us. Um, Spotify, obviously, you can come and check us out there. Uh, please, please, please interact with us on Facebook. Send us questions. Let us know what you want us to talk about when it comes to the red and the blue. Um, we're going to start probably, um, I, I'm not sure about this season, but maybe next season we're going to start highlighting uh, different clubs. And we're going to be talking about them kind of on our off weeks uh, so if you would like us to talk about your club, please, please, please feel free to hit us up and say, hey, you know what? Red and the Blue doesn't talk enough about Tottenham. So, you know, you need to start talking about the Spurs. Uh, we will gladly um, talk about them relentlessly behind your back and in front of your face. So with that being said, my friend, please take us out for tonight. What is your final word? My final word is the future. Uh, and the future is looking bright for those of you who uh, do not absorb the game as much as uh, as we do and we try to get as much out there as possible our u17 women's national team is oh. currently participating in the CONCACAF tournament and they have scored <laughs> let me get this straight let me make sure i have this accurate going into today's game they had scored 33 goals in their first two matches um and like i'm pretty sure matches? yes and i'm pretty sure that i saw them going up at least 2-0 in the background earlier against costa rica so uh these young ladies have uh already demonstrated um their strength uh their desire their willingness to be uh the next generation of uh these great women players that we put forth uh, I feel sorry. Honestly, I feel sorry for the rest of the world because guess what? You thought Alex Morgan was retiring and here we come hit you with this, this, this next one. And then you're like, well, but maybe the next one. And here we are in the U 17, 16 year old girls just wiping the floor with you. So you know what? Um, tune in folks. I believe the next game. Yes. The winner of group G will face Curacao in the round of 16 on Saturday, April 30th at 4 PM at Estadio Panamericano, the games have been on Fox Soccer, or I'm sorry, Fox Soccer Plus and FS2. I urge you to check them out. Yes. It's the future of our game. It's the young ladies. They deserve our, our uh, respect and support, and I'm excited for our future because um, it's great. It's great to, to see, um, and they just they play like they're, they're mature already. So shout out to that team. I'm really excited for the future, and I hope everybody else is excited for their future. Uh, good things are afoot. So everybody, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, smash the like, subscribe, 
comment on whatever platform you're on. We will get back to you as soon as possible. We love that you tuned in. And um, beats and rhymes, folks. Uh, hashtag Sege Evan. Hashtag Black People Vote. Love y'all. Take care.